You're listening to Glitch Please number 60. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit roosterteeth.com. Please, the show where we talk about video games each and every week. I'm Ashley. I'm Gus. I'm Adam. I'm Brian. And in a move of pure, what is it when you promote your own stuff? Self-promotion. Self-promotion. Promotion. Uh, <laughs> just want to give everyone a quick heads up. RTX Austin is coming up very, very soon. It's beginning of August. I hope we're going to see you guys there. We're going to be doing a Glitch Please panel. I'm super, super excited about it. Two oh, weeks away. Wait, what? It's, yeah, it's two weeks away. Am I on that panel? Yeah, you're on that panel. <laughs> no one told me. Look, we're not exactly organized about it, but we will be in two weeks. Well, hopefully before two weeks. Maybe just after two okay. weeks. All right. <laughs> but it's going to be a really good time. I hope we'll see you guys there. I think we're also uh, we're, t- we're all talking about doing another uh, Nobody's Happy Hour. Yeah, so, definitely. Uh, I want to do that. What we did year. last year is yep. we just we all rolled up to uh, one of the one of the watering holes nearby, yep. um, had drinks with everyone, had a nice chat. It mm-hmm. was really awesome. Want to totally. do it again this year? Yes. It's nice to spend time um, with the the community. Yeah. Just chilling. No yeah. agenda. Nothing formal going on. Just drinks and nice talk. It was one of the best parts of RTX for me. Just like meeting everybody. Everybody was super cool. I stayed way too long, drank way too much. <laughs> We're just going to use the box quote, one of the best parts of RTX. That's yeah. what's going on the box. Yeah. All right, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Also, we're doing a Jeff Williams concert. Ooh. So quick shout out to Jeff Williams concert. If you guys want to go to that, it's amazing. Jeff Williams, the composer uh, for Ruby. Um, and it's going to be featuring Richie Branson as the opening act in Camp Camp Rap. Camp Camp Rapper. Um, And uh, so that is going to be Saturday, August 4th. So if you want to get this, if you can write this down um, at 8.30 at the ACL Live Moody Theater. And there's tickets on Ticketfly. So that's going to be a lot of fun. They've um, we've had some concerts at RTX before, and Jeff Williams always knocked it out of the yeah. park. Yeah. So really stoked about that. RTX is going to be so much fun. Yay. Anyway. You sound so excited. I am excited. No, Gus. Yay. Oh. <laughs> well, Gus that's, is, that's, that's maximum excitement. Gus would be tired, and also that is very excited for Gus. Yeah. What's the most excited you've ever been? That's a really good question. Let me think about that. I don't know. <laughs> I, can't, I can't think about it. Wow. Maybe it was probably something World of Warcraft related. Yeah. Uh, Bernie has started playing World of Warcraft. He told me. And I, I don't know what it is. I feel like a few other people in the I, office have also started playing again. Dude, I'm, I'm getting like, major peer pressure I, to I, get back into it. I'm going to start playing when Legion comes out. It's scary. No, he, I've also convinced Grace. I'm like, you're going to play too. <laughs> <laughs> One Let's of those see. things that's like, you have to play now. Yeah, We're playing together. It's a thing. He tried to get me to play, and I was like, no. It's this back. is not happening. I cannot do this. And he, and he says... But you play all your weird Japanese games for hundreds of hours, and I'm like, yeah, but they end. Yeah, they have, they have a point. At some point, the credits will roll, and I'll move on to another weird. Hey, Japanese come on, game. you're playing Persona again, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're not moving on. But you don't. But need I'm the... also only playing it as a treadmill game. You can play WoW as a treadmill game. That's, that's different. <laughs> no. I think I've seen someone actually hook WoW up to a treadmill and I saw walk across Azeroth or something. It was like awful. That. But you don't yeah. need to schedule raids with dozens of other people. You don't have in to do Persona that in WoW if you don't want to. If you don't want to be good, no, yeah. You, you don't, don't have like have shitty gear. Nah. Every MMO I played, that was the worst part, just waiting for people to show up. Yeah. Yeah. It, it takes an hour just to start yeah, doing anything. Totally. Yeah. That was always my experience. I had a weird inkling after last week to start playing Guild Wars again. <laughs> <laughs> for the writing? <laughs> I hear it's great. I actually know, but really, though, the little. They have like a, a mount that is. A beetle that rolls, 
looks really cool. So what do you stand on top of it? You like, like you, you, you have like reins. You hold on to the back of it and you slide. Ah, oh, looks cool. Like okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, I don't was, understand how that works. You don't have to. It's a video game. Okay. All right. And uh, what, what else you guys been playing? Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Of course you have. Yeah. Oh, man. You didn't even game. realize it was coming out on the Switch or well, that it I, had I, come out. I asked you about it in the park. I knew it was coming at some point. I didn't realize that it was already that, that point that we had reached it. <laughs> and it was a game I played on the Wii U. Uh, you I, and I finished Meg it were on the all Wii. about I loved Captain that game. Toad. Yeah, and it's back. It's pretty much what the you, same game. What do you... They, they uh, have some, some Mario, Mario Odyssey, Odyssey levels, levels yeah. so that's cool. Yeah, uh, it's a little, little different. Playing it... So when you play it in docked mode, since you don't have a touchpad, are we, ta- are we talking about this now? When you play in docked mode, since you don't have a touchpad, you kind of have to tilt your controller to interact with touch. There are objects in the world that you touch mm-hmm. on your touchscreen to slide them up and down or whatever, um, or to touch enemies to stop them. And in, in docked mode, it's really It's a, like gesture-based. Yeah. So I've only been playing to, handheld, so like, I don't it's know. Like it's tilt really, it's really it's weird. It's better have, in a handheld mode. You have like a little, uh, like a pinpoint cursor that you like tilt your I didn't know what it was at first, because at first you don't need that for the first like two levels. And, and then the it's just level. like, yeah, it's just like a blue Then there's dot. that pink and blue level where right. you have to like yeah. touch them. Yeah, yeah that's um, where it starts. Interesting game, though. I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's definitely got like fun, like, bite-sized. Right, you yeah. You and do some puzzles. You pick it up, and, I mean, each level just takes a couple minutes. Yeah. And, and you just, like, get, get through them. And they have very clear points where you can just, like, put it down for a little while and pick it up. And it's not like... Uh, a game with an overarching narrative where if you put it down for a long time and pick it up, you're like, where the fuck was I? No, it's like, <laughs> yo, it just, I just do the puzzle that's in front of me. I find yeah. the mushrooms and the star. All of the, the puzzles do get increasingly complex. Yeah. In a good way, they're a lot of fun. But I can see coming back to it going, oh, no. It's not like you must build a boat or something where no. you're, you're really lost uh, if you've been gone for a while. Did you ever finish you must No, I got, I I got really even, close to the end. I'm in the final area and I will never progress beyond it because you, oh. I played it so much to get my, my skill level up Dude. to the point that I could quickly find and make all the matches yeah. that I needed to in order to get through. And then I got to a point where at my highly practiced level, I was having trouble getting through it and I would I would set it down uh. for a while go away <laughs> now I've been away too long mm-hmm. and right. any skill that I had is completely gone I need would need to start over I love that game I built most you, of you, a boat you don't want to build a boat because once you do you restart and then you have don't yeah. load again I'm not building another boat yeah right there's so, only yeah. so it's many not, goddamn boats you need <laughs> but that said it was a really fun game uh, did we play that for game club yeah I think we did yeah yeah, it's, it was a, that's like one of my favorite mobile games. That and Hero Academy. Oh my god! Um, but so, how, how long is Captain Toad? Seems oh, like there's like a ton. Of, it's not that long, really. You finish it in definitely less than ten hours. Okay, but but it's, but if you're only playing a couple chapters at a time, it seems like a game you can come back to for a little while. I think it's once, like, once you what, finish the level, there's uh, the, you, like normally you find the goal is to find a star and then you collect the star and it's over. But there's like three little mm-hmm. diamonds on each level that you have to collect, and yeah. there's also a pixel when, mode. Well, when you finish. The level, there's also an optional objective on each level, and if you didn't do it, then you see it at the end. You're like, oh, well, I needed to go back right. and what, yeah, like what uh, is, do it with uh, kill all the things right, or right. collect uh, the golden mushroom or the or, yeah. Right. What's, yeah. What's the pixel mode in that? So there's a little pixel tone, and mm-hmm. that's it's basically hide and seek. Yeah. There will be a little old school pixel tone somewhere, like on some wall somewhere yeah. in the level, and you find him, you tap him, and that's it. You beat it. 
Okay. The, the, the whole idea is just to find him and tap on him. And I believe you can't do that the first time you're playing the level. You have to finish the level Correct. and then it unlocks the hide-and-seek yeah. mode on that level. And you, I think you don't take your coins or anything out of that one so. if you do. But they, uh, yeah, so there's, there's the pixel toad, there's the extra the challenge. base level. Uh, and there's the the three diamonds. So each level you can conceivably play like three, you know, for three different um, this, this objectives. Stuff for completion. Yeah. yeah. When I played it on the Wii U, I believe I 100%ed everything. Like I would go back and I'd do every level. This time on the Switch, like I've already kind of played it. It's like I'm not I'm not as keen on the 100%ing it. I already did that once. I'm just, just kind of playing. It. Yeah. This is my this is my casual run. <laughs> yeah. That's this, what I was this looking is my for. hardcore uh, Captain Toad run. It's amazing how much it packs into each of those little levels. I mean, like it's just very like efficient. It's like they built like a little Mario game in miniature, mm -hmm. except you can't jump. Which is frustrating. Which is, well, it was weird. I thought it would take a lot longer to get used to not jumping yeah. in that game, but you, I felt like I got used to it, it fairly quickly. Yeah. yeah, but it's like a real dense game. It feels like a very good mobile game. I did lose mm -hmm. my thing. And I mean that in, in a positive way because, like you said, it's just stage by stage. You can pick it up. There's no story. It's just fun. Like, mm -hmm. it's fun gameplay. Yeah, and you can see it all. Like, I mean, even in this demo, like, you can rotate the entire stage right. around and you can, like, zoom in and out a bit. Right. And really, you know, see what it is that you're doing. But even in that little cube, it's like they used every inch of it. Like, mm -hmm. there's little hiding places. There's, and I think that's the first level, but, like, they've done... Just a ton, it's, it's just a masterpiece of design, I think. Mm -hmm. That's why it's so fun. And there's also quite a bit of variety in the levels. Like sometimes yeah. you're in like the like a haunted mansion right. or. Right. Um, I was playing one last night that was. It was fun because you had to spawn a second toad. You oh, controlled yeah. them mm -hmm. both, but you couldn't send them in different directions, right. but you had to somehow get them to opposite sides. Oh, yeah. Laps. You yeah. had to walk one of them into a wall. It was very. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a bit of a. Not a crazy mind-bending puzzle, but a little bit. It was a Makes nice change-up. Yeah, think about it, yeah. And the ones where you do have to move pieces of the level yeah. in order to progress, mm -hmm. they're they're cool. Yeah, it's, I dig it's it. fun. It's a good game. And uh, it's 40 bucks on the Switch? Yep. Yeah, yeah. so not full price, which yeah. is great. Is this the first Wii U port that has been put out cheaper? Because uh, I think Mario, Mario Kart, Kart 8 Deluxe was the same price. Was the same price. Uh, I thought this Trap was 40 on Wii U. Yeah, Tropical Freeze being more expensive is weird to me. Yeah. Frustrating to me. I didn't, I didn't pay too much attention to it because I hadn't purchased it on the Wii U. That's such a Nintendo move. For <laughs> <laughs> you, $5 more yeah. for an eight-year-old game. Well, look on the bright side. It's, they're still full price. Like, 10-year-old games oh, are still full absolutely. price. Nintendo does not do price mm -mm. drops. Mm -mm. Who captured this gameplay, by the way? Do we know? Shut up, that was me. Okay. I was in a hurry, and I was See, like, but I want to capture the, some of this. This is the pointer, though. That, yeah, that yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's like what it's saying. like in docked mode. Okay. I would have liked to capture handheld mode. I was going to go back to some of the levels that I actually knew how to do to mm. be like, look how good I am at this game. But... I didn't. Yeah, I've only I've only done handheld, so that was my first time seeing uh, the pointer. Yeah. yeah, the pointer's weird. I'm not a huge fan. I much prefer the game in handheld mode. It was yeah. interesting. Yeah. All right, what's well, been playing? Are you still doing your Man, uh, VR workouts? I'm now? still doing VR workouts. That's, but I'm pretty much still beating up kids with I'm, your bouncing I'm, <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, I'm almost exclusively still playing Spark. <laughs> uh, there's not too much to say. That game's really fun. Um, that community's like really like small and tight knit, and like I feel like. Everyone's there for the either the Spark League or everyone's brand new. So it's, it's there's kind of no in between people. So everyone I'm playing is either totally like stomping on me or I'm stomping on other people. It's really fun to do both because either <laughs> either it's like a really challenging match, which means it's a good workout, or it's not a challenging match and I get to go, ha ha, I beat you. But it's a good game. 
Um, I wish I, I kind of want something new that like keep my interest. Sprint Vector was a great game, um, but the community there's like no one online to play with. Mm. Um, it's like dead. So playing by yourself, you can only play so many single player races before it gets boring. So, but yeah. Yep. And other than that, like I. Over the weekend, I put in 35 hours into, or since since Friday, I've put in 35 hours into uh, Octopath. I put I put in 24 nice. over the weekend. Nice. Yeah, and we're gonna be talking about that Damn, more in depth in a, a second. That's yeah. like the we'll we'll talk about it in depth because that more or less just half your weekend, dude. The amount of time Literally. we've been well playing yes. this game. You're right. It is. <laughs> uh, but it was worth it to do that. Yeah. Because Indeed. it is fun. It's awesome. Yes. Yes. What else have you been playing, Brian? Hearthstone. I've gotten back. Oh God! Hard you, into Hearthstone. You were gonna stop, Brian. Well, you I, were gonna quit. We talked about after, this. After after several hundred dollars spent on cards, you can't just give it up. You've already spent money. On I know exactly. That's Wait, exact. Hold on. You also do with Hearthstone, don't you? I've bought some cards in Hearthstone before. Yeah. I've bought some packs before. Do you guys want to have a... <laughs> no, Brian's way better than me. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it is hard because I've spent hundreds of dollars on cards and it's hard to leave and I also like that free game so expensive. I like yep. card battling games but I've gone free to play but Blizzard just keeps cranking out the updates it's like every three months they've got an expansion so it completely changes the meta um, and while it's a great game it feels like they're getting a little greedy with just the pace of well, and then also the way the cards that are allowed to be played competitively you have to have cards within like what is it the last three releases yes. it's becoming right. very magic the gathering yes they right? rotate every, every out. six months you're spending twelve hundred dollars on yeah. new cards and, and that was the good thing about hearthstone was it was like an affordable magic it was a little right. more simplified a little more accessible but it has slowly but surely, you know, uh, just gotten, as the game has gotten older, and I played it for two or three years now, um, I still like it, I still like the game. It's a hard addiction to break because I play it on my phone, it's just a great pick up and play. You know, you can play one game, mm -hmm. get your fix, move on. Uh, but man, it, it gets expensive. Well, good news, a new expansion drops in like two weeks. I know. Yay. Yeah, the Doctor Boom one. It's it's. But I think now they're putting like some heroes behind a paywall, and they're, they're sort of doing various things that feel a, a little a little money grab. There's a here to clarify on that. There's a hero skin that if you spend eighty dollars, I think you get. 60 card packs and like an exclusive warlock skin. Oh, Mecha so it's, not a, it's oh. not a hero. Oh, it's just a skin. Okay, well. well, you'd be dumb not to spend $80. <laughs> Do you like it when games completely change their meta that often? Um, no. I, <laughs> no. Well, I think it, it depends if the current meta sucks or not. Like, if I'm doing well in the current meta, I want it to last forever. But if it's just like three decks and it becomes like a rock, paper, scissors thing, Yes, that sucks, and you need to freshen it. Yeah, and I think they've done. I think they've done a good job of uh, refreshing yeah, the meta because sometimes do. there'll be new decks that come out. That's just like that's way too powerful. I remember when like Grim Patron decks ran oh, the board. God. And it was like, yeah. fuck, you've got to nerf that card. It's right. so overpowered. Right. Uh, and then you end, so you want to do that for some variety. Right. Um, yeah. Have you played the Elder Scrolls? Was it Legends? The Elder Scrolls card game? Mm -hmm. um, I don't think so. No. I'd be really curious to see yeah. what you two think well, of it in particular, since you do play I mean, the the sort of card game. The, the, the yeah. thing that this has going for it is it has like the the World of Warcraft. Or right. not the world, the Warcraft world uh, behind it. And this and one, the Elder Scrolls one, has that going well, for it. I'm, There's a card I'm, in there that is the annoying. You remember the adoring fan? But I think there are yeah. characters in WoW. There's so many well, more memorable characters right. in WoW. I Even think, when you end your turn, it goes jobs done. Yeah, but right, old exactly. school, like they do a lot of great touches like that on it. 
Um, it's fun. It's it's a fun. I, I wish it were a little cheaper. I'm I'm trying. <laughs> I bet to, you so do. <laughs> I'm trying to stay free to play, but when that next update comes out, it's like, well, you can do one more. Have you skipped any of the updates? I skipped this last one, yeah. I went, but I had so much, like, if you play, you can build up enough gold to buy cards, but that's not, you know, it's it's a lot slower than if you pay real money, yeah. obviously. They've got it down to a science. Well, they're, they're brilliant. It's amazing. Brian, you yes. were strong for, strong for one update, and I'm yeah. proud of you for that. That's progress. I need uh, AA for hard. For the relapse. You have, you have an average-sized phone. How is it on an average-sized phone? Um, it's, it. It's fine. It's you. There are little things you can do. Whereas if you're playing on the PC or iPad, uh, you can see your whole deck the it whole time. Seems great like for iPad. Yes, yeah. it is. But this you have to tap your deck, and it'll sort of uh, expand it. It's it's running slower on my phone. This is an iPhone six, so slowly but surely, it seems like it's mm. sort of uh, uh, running slower. Have you been up? So I have an iPhone six plus. I have the same phone, yeah. bigger. Have you been updating your OS? Yep. I don't, and I think that's why my phone's been fine. I haven't oh, updated my OS in two yeah, years. That's a great. That's uh, great. That's a great suggestion. Listen, <laughs> for for iPhones, Safe. I think that's a fine <laughs> suggestion because they 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 admitted to slowing down phones. So yeah, because like, they well they put in a bunch life. of features that will bog down resources, right? Well, it's, for it's, older phones, they're, they're, it's yes, so, be yes. just an issue of keeping the OS running. Their claim was like, didn't we talk about this? Where did, uh, their claim was basically. Um, Battery life or battery life gets lower, so batteries are weaker. So they need to like slow down your CPU. Otherwise, you're at risk of like just random shutdowns. Mm -hmm. Yeah, didn't they? Uh, I think they might have said they were going to add in an option if you wanted to, to go ahead and like take that out. Yeah, I'm sure. And I'm sure it's like your phone might just shut off at any minute. Are you yeah. okay with that? Yeah. Do you that kind of the dire warning. <laughs> right. You know what? I would absolutely be like danger mode. Yeah. Yes. It's like uh, like in a Tesla, be like ludicrous mode. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to see. I think they have it in here now. Oh, do they really? Yeah, I think so. Wow. And I, that is a very real thing about battery life. I've noticed, for example, my it. Switch battery life seems to be deteriorating just a little bit. I think Octopath is maybe. Maybe it's just, it's just Octopath. Maybe, maybe a little bit seems hungry. Seems like a resource for, hog. Yeah. Uh, but Bernie's Switch just doesn't charge anymore. We had oh, we're, we've sent it in. I did you did, uh, Grace had that problem uh, and I rebooted it and it works. We couldn't get it to boot. Oh well, that's not great. Yeah, uh, it can't it, boot up. Yeah, I uh, I tried. So I was trying to get a charge for him because uh, he was going to play. Well, I don't remember what he was going to play on it, but I, he had it plugged in to the USB-C cable mm -hmm. to the wall, and mm -hmm. I noticed it didn't seem to be charging. So I took it to the dock, put it in the dock. Right. Still didn't seem to be charging. If I wiggled it, wiggled it in the dock, you get the green light on the dock that would go on and then immediately go off again. Right. Does it have so, a dirty connector, maybe? So I, I thought maybe leave it for a while. Maybe just it's you know below one percent and some you know like yeah. a phone or something where you have to leave it plugged in a while before it will deign to turn on again. Yeah. No go. It just will not turn on. So. Had to send it in. Yeah. Bit bummed about that, especially because he barely plays his. And it's also not an old system. It's a, a year, year old. old. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know how the connector would have got dirty because it's got like he keeps it in a case, mm. so it so should be nice and tight. Moral of the story is don't use a case. Yes, that's clearly the. Problem. I think I think you should also be wary of letting your switch drain to zero because I've also had like, it takes a while for that thing to get enough power to actually boot. Like I had it plugged in for half an hour one time and. I'd push the button, and it would be like, "Here's the charging symbol." I have the same problem with my Kindle. Yeah, it's I've, yeah. That would I would once definitely it, once be, it turns on, it is uh, turns off. It is not coming back for a while, yeah. no matter what you do. Same thing with my phone. Yep. Same yep. thing mm -hmm. with uh, Apple Watch. Just they. 
they're going to be like, all right, well, this is your punishment. Yeah. Right, you're on you're timeout time out right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it still feels like the Switch was like a hardware beta. It, it, it feels like this was not uh, like a No, completely... I feel like the Wii U was the Switch's hardware beta. Ah, mm-hmm. good point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but uh, they, they are putting out some really resource intensive games yeah. for it like Octopath Traveler and since right. I know that's all we're going to we want to talk about let's talk about Octopath Traveler. Yes. That's the game I play. That's we, Captain Toad Treasure we Tracker. We were going to talk about Captain Toad Treasure Tracker in I this, the but gun. then we just decided we to, to talk about it. Yeah. And you know what? I'm fine with that. So let's good. talk about Octopath Traveler. Last oh. week we talked about, we, we sort of went back over the demo in preparation for the game itself coming out. The game is now out. Uh, we are, are all junkies now. Yes. We're Octopath junkies. And the first thing I ask Brian every day in the office is like, Where's your Octopath Traveler going? Yeah. And so we're we're a nice little club. It seems to be doing well. Square Enix dramatically underestimated the demand for the game and didn't print enough physical copies, so it's run out at a bunch of places. Dummies. So (laughs) how about this? Here's a nice thing. If you have physical copies in your area, why don't you let us know uh, in the comments where that is so other nobodies can oh, find out where they might be able yeah. to get a physical yeah, copy. Yeah, drive across the country. No, but I'm like, look, <laughs> taking, be like, man, hey, taking many look, paths along in, the way. I've seen them in, you know, in Best Buy in Memphis, oh, right. and someone else in Memphis goes, "That's great. I will go On and the get way. it." Exactly. Yeah. Just because that way we can get more Octopath into the world because I'm really enjoying it. That makes that sounds weird and tentacly. It sounds very. Uh, it sounds very Doctor Who for some reason. You know what? I'm on board. They did the teaser, the first teaser uh, for during the uh, World Cup for new Doctor Who, and it was really, I mean, it was very football fan based, and, but I was, I'll take whatever I can get. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be great. That's weird at the World Octopath Cup. Was, do, was Doctor Who like flopping around acting like she was hurt? <laughs> <laughs> somebody sprayed something on her and she popped right back up. That spray's oh, amazing. Don't, don't ever disparage the spray. <laughs> I need to get some of that spray. Meta spray. Yeah. Um, but uh, Octopath Traveler, really great. So it's a uh, Switch exclusive. Oh what? No, I'm just Adam happy we're talking about stuff. it. No, no, I'm happy. So uh, I, I'm curious. How, you, you said you played it for 24 hours over the weekend. How does that break down? Well, there's a lot to... Because that sounds like 12 hours per day. That's, that's Or you went a whole day without sleeping. No, it, it was... Uh, it, Where you it came out Friday fr- night. For, so Friday night, I had some stuff to do before I started playing. Probably started playing around 8 p.m. Stopped playing around 2 a.m. Um, so okay. probably, Respectable start. probably yeah. a good amount of like six hours or so. Right. Um, and then... Saturday, I you know, on Saturday I have a tradition where I wake up and I play go, Octopath. I right? go and get kolaches. So I did oh, that. Oh, kolaches are so yes. good. Uh, you want to explain what kolaches are? Someone in the comments for the last episode, because you like, mentioned kolaches, was asking what a kolache is. It's a pastry is. wrapped sausage, basically. It, basically, yeah. Think imagine, like imagine. Sausage in a bun. The, the, the ones so I good, get though. are sausage with jalapeno and cheese, and it's wrapped mm-hmm. in like a sweet mm-hmm. pastry. At that HEB over uh, there. Or do you go to a. Oh, no, I go to a, a donut shop. Uh, shout out to Donut. Empire, Donut Palace. 
I'm so glad Look you know where you get your from. There's the there's shout there's out a, to the place whose name I can't remember. Uh, they're but they very do nice. great kolaches. They're, they're family run. They get I, up at three a.m. Are you every talking day. about Donut Taco Palace? Uh, maybe no, not Donut. No, no. no it's, there's two of those though. There's Donut Taco <laughs> Palace. Oh, there are three Donut Taco Palace. Oh man, I don't know. How All many right, Donut so Taco Palaces can one uh, Austin but handle? But then after after, after my Saturday kolaches, I I sat. Me and Grace sat in bed till probably seven. So probably like twelve to seven playing Octopath, and we ordered Chinese food from bed, and then once Chinese food came, we ate Chinese food, she got ready for work. And then I played more Octopath until the night, and then Sunday I continued to play. Um, I would say my final hour count by Monday morning was actually 26, but I already put in a couple for the demo. Uh, so, man, that's a good game. It's a lot of fun. Who did you go with as your starting character? I, so, the game does not tell you that if you that your starting character will be locked into your party yep. until you complete their con entire story which basically means until you complete almost all the all four, right. four characters entire story chapter 4 of their story which right. if you once you go through the first chapter it shows you where the second chapter is and you go from like recommended level 6 to 20, 20 something yeah, the difficulty yeah. so, scale and chapter 4 is deep into the fucking yeah. game it right. is it so is so basically they're in your party until end game yeah so yeah. i i picked Ulbrich and i i don't mind the choice, but like now that I know everything, I probably would have picked someone like Hanit as my main. See, so I traded change. away from Hanit as my main. Uh, I She was my She's main. The hunter, I carried, right? Yeah, the okay. hunter. I carried her over from the demo. Yep. But then uh, <laughs> I, I was, yeah, I, there's only, I like her a bunch. She's a great character and uh, she's very powerful, but there's that, your protagonist also does a lot of like the fight intros and such. So they have yeah. more Lines Can you not than just anyone else? Who's first, and they'll do the. Intros? Nope. I I tried changing the lineup, and that didn't change anything. Your protagonist does most of it. Sometimes she she still sometimes she still, someone else will get one. She still says the fight beginneth when I when I play. <laughs> uh, oh, did you see what I tweeted? I, I no. had some like dialogue between her and another character, and it's just like the most ridiculous string of. Shakespearean English ever. Like they just add, they just throw a whole bunch of cysts and thous it, in there. Yeah, it, and it, thine. It's, like the, it's like the English equivalent of somebody trying to speak Spanish who doesn't really know Spanish. <laughs> and just like, a bunch of O's. boy Spanish. And it's really yeah. bizarre considering she's, they're like a forest tribal people. Like they live in huts in the forest and then like they're all speaking Shakespearean English. It's like that's not who you would, I would expect Ophelia maybe to speak Shakespearean English. She's very like, Prim and proper. She grew up I in a sanctuary. Yeah. Ophelia would actually, in my opinion, be the be strategically the best starting character. That's mine. That's when do you I, not yes. want a healer around? Right. Um, when you have Alfin, because he does better heals than fucking Ophelia by a mile. Really? Yeah, dude. He's amazing. I haven't spent too much time with him. He was. I started with Primrose because I was like, revenge story. I'm down with it. I, that's who I traded to from Hannah because I was like, I, I like love you, girl. But I'm gonna go get someone who doesn't speak old right. English you talk just too much. to be my yeah. to be the VO <laughs> leader here. And so I asked Twitter who everyone was starting with, and people were saying that Primrose's story was really great. So I figured I'd start with that one. Why not? She's honestly not great to have locked into my party at all times. She's not very St good. St strategically, I think. Well, the people she can summon in are great. So my problem with party composition in this game was, okay, so my, my main party is Ulbrich, yep. uh, who is a warrior, yep. um, and 
minor spoilers here, you can have secondary jobs, which means you can take jobs from, the, like the other classes in the game, you can use their jobs on your characters, and that means you can use their skills. So I have Ulbrich, and he's also, um, he's a, what's the, apothecary. So he can do healing, and he can use axes, and, oh, he's, and he's a warrior. And the reason I had him use axes was because I got a really powerful axe, and I wanted to smash people with it. Um, then I have Hanit. And he can also do. Yeah, but she doesn't have axe attacks. Okay, can we decide something, is it, Hanit or Hanit? I'm gonna say Hanit. Because uh, she has two A's. Yeah. And only, only one yeah. And there's I. an apostrophe between the H and the A. Hanit. 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 I'm gonna say Hanit. Um, <laughs> so she, I've heard, because she, she doles out like the, not only the damage, but just the shield breaks really well with her, uh, her like Reign of Arrows ability. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. great. Um, and then you cannot have a party without Cyrus. He's so good. Do you have a party with that, Cyrus? I do. Is he the uh, scholar? Here's why. Yeah. Oh, he's the best. He's yeah. great, yes. but what I'm doing right now is uh, I trade out, except for Primrose, because I can't, I trade out whoever is highest level. So you're kind of like making your farm team and bringing them up all at the same time? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, instead of having like an A team that's super overpowered mm -hmm. and then a team that never, ever gets used and yeah. is going to be underpowered when I get to their second chapter, I'm just bringing... Everyone up gradually. Plus, changing them out means that I keep getting new team dynamics. Yeah. So the the, and I want I kind of want to do that at some point. I'm probably gonna have to do it soon because I'm approaching chapter three stuff. Or I am on chapter three stuff. Um, so my my fourth my fourth character, and I like my three characters. I think they're all great. I would probably keep them in there my, my party forever. But I would like my fourth character to be someone interesting. Someone I like. I really like Tressa. She's super cute. I love her Supposedly story. Supposedly, when she gets. If you give her, was it thief subclass? She's the merchant. Something like that. Right? She gets, she, yeah, there's um, one of the subclasses will super overpower her. So, and I would use her, but the, the problem I have is every time I'm in a dungeon and I see a purple chest and I go, I have to fucking come back here with Therian or whatever his yep. name is. The thief. Yep. This is driving me fucking mad. So instead, he's a permanent member of my party. And it sucks. And he sucks. Like, he is not that great. He, no, I gave him warrior ability. All he does is shield break. Yep. He steals SP and then shares SP. Right. That's all he does right. for me. It's weird to me that the, the steal SP ability requires SP. So if you're out and you need to steal some, <laughs> right. too bad. Yeah. <laughs> it should just require HP. That'd be cool. You need That's SP a, to make SP. But <laughs> it's, the old, it's the old saying. It's the old and saying. I ended up getting an ability on Primrose where she regenerates SP every turn, which is really great. But you know what? I'd love to have that on a character. Not on shitty I use ass a lot of SP. <laughs> Yeah. I like. I would love to have it on Ophelia. Right. I would love right. to have it on Cyrus. Right. I don't get it. I've loaded my characters up with each one of them as a stimulating item, which gives them like either 50 or 80 more SP. Eh. Yeah, stimulating. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and those are like way OP. I, ne the switch I never. Just constantly buy yeah, it's I, like res all over I again. I never run out of uh, SP. Um, so we should we should talk about the structure of this game. Okay. So this is a. I tweeted out that this is like the kind of 3DS game that I always wanted Big to see time. on the Switch, and Big people were like, time. "It's not a 3DS game." I was like, "No, no, no. Um, yes, this is this." Feels very much like a like a Golden Sun yeah. type. It's. A I think when we talked about this at E3, I said if you'd showed me this game 20 years ago and said this is what games are gonna look like 20 years in the future, I'd be like, what happened? Like, right. <laughs> it seems like the, the, the like was a, there a, a nuclear war? Right, like, <laughs> or like a real callback to those kind of classic, like you said, like 3DS or yeah. Game Boy, like uh, turn-based RPG game. And I think the director said it's like a spiritual successor to the Final Fantasy VI as a like. Gameplay oh, okay. philosophy, okay. not like you know, literally in or in any sense like right. that. But it's that type of game. That's what they so were going American for. American Final Fantasy three. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
Just making the sure. The purple one. Right. Let's <laughs> make uh, sure we're on the same page. And so, uh, so it's it's uh, turn-based, uh, party-based, <sighs> class-based, uh, isometric, uh, HD 2D. Yeah, it has it has a, they have 2D sprites that are 16-bit, right? 16-bit sprites, and they have. 3D environments that are like tilt shift and lit and sort of blurred. And you yeah. kind of see it in this uh, battle example yeah. here. Yeah, so we this, can bring this up full screen. This, there this, we go. You see less of the tilt shift here, but when you're in battles, they have really beautiful battle backgrounds that they're fighting on. I really love them. Yeah, um, so uh, this one is in uh, is in Therian's beginning storyline. It's a little weird because sometimes the backgrounds are like way more realistic than the character models. Or, like <laughs> the water is like beautiful. The, the water and is stunning. I've got little sprite people wandering around. My, my favorite thing about this game is when you fight a boss, yeah. they're like 18 feet tall. Yes. You're just yes. a normal sprite. They're like fully drawn out human. Yeah. I love that. It's, it's, it's a nice little charming thing. It, um, it is cool. This feels the way they've got it set up, and it, with this, with the tilt shift, really adds to this effect. But the tilt shift and the the water is a very different graphical style. It right. feels kind of like a diorama. Yeah, that's a great. And, the, and, the, and it's funny because the because yes. the 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 collector's edition comes with a, a pop up book, uh. which is super cute. Um, I will say though, have any of you guys played this in docked mode? Yes. Briefly. I thought, okay, so here's the thing. I thought I did not like it in docked mode because I didn't think it looked as good. And then I, then I started playing it more and I was like, okay, this looks fine. But what I really noticed was I was playing with headphones. You need to experience this game with headphones because the- Really? Yes. You know what I would love to do that with? Bluetooth, Bluetooth headphones, headphones, make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Because, because this game has, there's a lot more audio cues that you might miss if you're just playing it through the switch speaker because it's not a very good speaker there's like a lot of little noises there's there's even speech that i didn't hear like i didn't hear them calling out all their moves uh when i was in handheld mode until i was in the the head headphones i'm like oh they're saying everything that they're doing and like like there's little bits of narrative and stuff you really miss in handheld mode I was playing at a doctor, my kid walked in, and she goes, why are you playing Stardew Valley? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the new update is great. Um, it's, it's, it's really a change. They added a lot, yeah. So, uh, so the game has, every, every character has, it's interesting, every character has their unique path ability, but they're not really unique. There's, 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 there's basically- There's four sets of two. Yeah. There's, there's, or two, uh, two, it's two almost, sets, it's yeah. almost like there's five, because I think that, the thief and the merchant abilities, while they do both get you items, they're so they're wildly different in how they can be used. So basically, there is an ability to challenge or provoke. That's Hanit and Ulrich, and that will let you fight people, and that is generally used to get them out of the way. And one of the most fun things about this game is going <clears throat> to a new town and using all of your path abilities in your town and just like clearing it out, stealing from everyone, getting information <laughs> from everyone, beating everyone up, and getting indoors. It's great. It's so much fun. I walk up to everyone, and uh, because I've got Primrose, and I'm always looking to see if I can like upgrade the summon. She walks up to like everyone in town is like this, <laughs> and then I'll then I'll be like, yeah, we've got this is like a you know a four dot person. I'm like, ooh, yeah, and then, and then I'll just sit there like doing this at them until it actually succeeds. It always makes me wonder with these RPG, and this is for all of these kind of games, like how must the town people feel when a heavily armed fucking <laughs> gang walks in, starts stealing from people, challenging them to duels, seducing them, everyone. I love that, And you're the hero. I love that in the game you can steal, you can fuck up stealing, five, you can get caught stealing yes. five, four, at least yeah. four times, Before and, your and no one's mad at you like, until the fifth oh, time. You, They're like, oh, you. get out of here, man. And then have you, any of you, 
lost reputation and had to restore yes. to the yeah. tavern. It's like okay. it's expensive. It's no, five hundred bucks. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's two thousand. Sometimes it's ten thousand. Oh, it's, mine was it, it, it varies. Yeah. That's not a lot. How much money do you guys have? A lot, like twenty thousand. I uh, wait. No, no, no. Do you have twenty thousand? That's it. Okay, some of us haven't played like 35 hours. I started over six hours because I, I didn't want to listen. I have, to I have other things to do on I have the weekend. Three hundred thousand money. Jesus. I, I, the, the currency in this game is called leaves, by the way. So, um, because, I, I, go ahead. Go, no, you go ahead. I was gonna say. So it sounds like I haven't played the game yet. It sounds like everyone is in love with this game. What sucks about this game? I, this is what I want to talk about. So uh, there's actually a good amount of not even nitpicks. There's things that are really questionable about this game. Uh, the, the, the big thing that people are talking about is you have eight characters, they all have their, their individual stories, and I actually think the stories are really fun, yep. Um, yep. for the most part, and they're, they're, they're the thing that I look forward to at the end of, you know, running, grinding through all these fights, but the, the stories don't actually intertwine along the way, mm. uh, and they might, at the end, I think there is something like a culmination, but the stories themselves are like very much like Ulbricht's trying to find the, his, his old master or his old friend from the, the army. That doesn't touch anyone else's story. And in fact, every, when you're doing a character's story, the other characters literally disappear in your cutscene. So it's like, it's like they're not even there. And for, for whatever reason, this, this group of people have banded together. I don't really mind that whole thing. Like For me, it's just like, I, I'm happy that I get to do these eight stories, and I don't really need the justification for why they're all hanging out, but that is something that makes people a little uh, iffy on the story mm. of this game. Um, the, the biggest thing for me is that this game is super mechanical, and that you, mm -hmm. you know how everything is going to, to break down and play out So fr from the very beginning. So story missions are all structured. You go to a town. You will trigger a cutscene. You will then go interact with something or someone that will further the story, and then you'll run to the dungeon that's connected to the town, always. And fight a boss. And, and, and you go yeah. through the dungeon, then you fight a boss. Yeah. That is literally every story mission breaks down the same way. And yeah. that's fine. It's just like, is, is that something you want? You're not going to necessarily be surprised. There won't be puzzles and stuff along the way. Uh, and it... That doesn't change. Are um, you into chapter two? I'm in chapter three. Okay. And, and some like I was wondering if if that was the setup just for the first chapter because they, you know, arranged it so everyone was kind of the same because you could start with anyone, but that doesn't change. No, it is it is the same, and that's for every chapter. It's, for it every chapter. Like, yeah, okay. it's not just the it's not just the first eight. It's like, <laughs> and, and, and that's fine. Like I, I enjoy doing those things, but it's I, very regimented. And I, and I, yeah, yeah, and I yeah, really yeah. look forward to the boss fights. Um, in chapter two, they do change it up a little bit for the side stuff because there are actual dungeons that you can go into that have bosses at the end of them. In chapter one, there are dungeons that have nothing in them, uh, which is bizarre. Yeah, uh, it, it does feel like, sorry, it feels like you're playing eight different games simultaneously. Kind right. Of. Like, it starts off like if you, I tweeted, like, if you ever wanted to start a JRPG eight times in a row, you mm. will love this game. Yeah. That like, that's kind of what it feels Sounds like. really intimidating. I, I, re I Like, I actually really love the eight stories. That, Me too. And, and they're not all, yes. they're not all super well written, but they're all fun and engaging. Um, and, and on top of that, like, the, the structure of all the dungeons is the same. Like, you'll walk into a dungeon, and the map won't be laid out the same, but you'll see that there is a lit path, and that will take you to the boss. You'll see that there are diverging unlit paths. Mm -hmm. Those lead to treasure chests. Yep. There's no, like, really big surprises. Um, and that... And that is, and, and then every, every, and the map is in, separated into the same thing. It's like you walk into a section of the map, and there are like two or three paths to go on, and they'll take you to a town, or they'll take you to another section of the map. And 
there's there's some exploration within that map to find quests or sorry to find chests um, but other than that like you can if you play the first few hours of this game you will know how the game plays for the entire thing um, so it, it sounds like getting the demo for this game is good if you're on the fence Absolutely. about it because then you have a very clear understanding yeah. of how the game yeah. and, and, and the, the 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 stuff that does progress is you will come across fun items especially <laughs> like when you challenge someone and you beat them and all of a sudden they give you this awesome sword that's really fun like there are little surprises with your path abilities um, there are there are skills that you unlock as you go down your tree that are really fun and the I would say the most fun part about this game is synergizing your team uh, and finding abilities that work well together and like getting the shields to break just at the right time so that you have a fully boosted super move to use. Mm -hmm. And like that, that to me is the fun right. stuff. Then you can rain arrows down on them exactly. and just wipe them out. Yeah. And it gives you bonuses for like if you're not touched or if you're not, it's got like modern mechanics. There, there's some quality of life improvements from, you know, 20 years ago. And, and that's, and that, and, and uh, that is the that is my complaint about the game, but it's not necessarily something I don't like. Right, and that's that's what I want to be clear about. I'm obviously really enjoying this game, but this particular aspect of it could be better. It, it, it's an old school grindy ass JRPG. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's it, the other thing. You, you have to you have to uh, the strengths of the game. I think are the visuals. The music is incredible. Oh yeah, the audio design is yeah. Just... Um, but you have to love the combat because you're going to be doing a well, lot of this. I was going to ask. You yeah. call it grindy? Do you? Have to go out and find like random encounters. Yes, to, like, absolutely. To level, level up. up. Yeah. And I like that. I mean, I like like this, this is a perfect like uh, podcast game where you can listen to it, do mm -hmm. something else. But uh, uh, it is it is what it is, and it's not modern in the sense of oh, you don't really need to grind, or that you absolutely mm -hmm. or you will get destroyed if you try to jump a chapter ahead on one of your characters yep. and you don't level up your team and kind of know what you're yeah. doing. Yeah, the, 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 so, sorry, go on. Uh, no, 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 say what you're gonna say, I just have a stupid story. Okay, <laughs> so the, the, that, the thing about the grinding is you will play with your team of four, and now that I'm done my chapters two stuff, all of my <coughs> chapter three stuff is just a little out of my reach. Yeah. So I'm gonna either have to do some grinding with my main four characters, or I'm gonna have to grind my characters that are not leveled up into their level two ranges and do those. So there is quite a bit of like between chapter grinding and that's fine, like it's fun to do and it, there's there's plenty of side quests which are interesting, we should talk about those too. Um, but yeah, there is there's definitely an exceptional amount of grind. Do, do you have to, and I don't, I'm, you might know, do you have to play through everyone's story to beat the game? Like chapter four for every- No, like the, there isn't- Every character? So there is, there is a culmination okay. after you beat all eight, but individual stories are the beating the game for their story. You know, like you, that's okay. like you can go through with four characters and get to the end of their stories, and okay. the other ones can be level ten or whatever, or not even have them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, you don't have to. Sorry, go on with your story. All right. So um, I'm an idiot. <laughs> uh, I must have, I think I was like skipping through a bunch of tutorials. I missed something along the way. <laughs> the fast travel. Nope, uh, it's combat related. Uh, I because I, I started out with the with Hannet and in the in the demo and went through and I had a lot of trouble with her boss and I was like, wow, this is like they scale these tough. <laughs> and so I went back and I grinded a few levels so I could get through it. And even so, I was going through all my resources, all my healing stuff. It's like this is insanely right. it's difficult. It's a tight fight. You know I. I wear down, it's like six armors, and then I get one turn where I can get in some extra damage, and this is just punishing. Uh, and then 
I saw one of the characters had an ability to share BP. I was like, what the fuck is BP? What, what even, what? I don't How even know what How far in the game were you when you realized this? Chapter. I was like 12 hours in. Oh my god! Yeah, I didn't know <laughs> what boost points were. I didn't know why they were glowing dots under my character's names. Oh, I had not man. been using boost the entire time. So boost mode is each turn you earn a boost point. And then you can, you can boost an attack. Five. So yeah. if you do an attack, uh, you if you boost it once, you do two attacks well, like instead double of one the potency attack. Maybe and that spell. will, yeah, you can use that to quickly wear down mm. someone's armor or make a spell like four times more powerful. Yes. And I had not used any of that yikes dude I, I, did, I oh my god I did I did a similar thing with another mechanic kind of the same thing I had like four characters but every fight was like this is hard this is like OG Final Fantasy hard because all the fights were coming down to the wire I didn't know about learning new skills. Oh, God. And so <laughs> I go in, I have a ton of job points for everyone. I, I teach them new skills, I equip all the, and, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, my guy, we're, we're fine. This we're, is we're, great, yeah. We're kicking you're, the shit out of people. You're inadvertently playing hard mode. Absolutely, yes. Uh, one feature I love about this game is it has uh, side quests that don't tell you anything. Aside, yeah. aside from like you talk to a person in town, they're like the orange I've, I've person been, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, I've I've really been missing my cat a lot. Miss my cat. Like, okay, and it's like so begins the tale. Yeah. Of my cat. <laughs> and and that's like it. what what how and, and, and they could try and talk to him. Again. I never I never do those. Fuck your cat. No, I, lo I love <laughs> I love <laughs> business to take. So, uh, how dare you? The, the thing the thing you really can't do with those is like I'm gonna focus on this quest because you'll kind of just be wandering aimlessly, but what you end up doing is you end up scrutinizing everyone in town, which basically means you're gathering information. And sometimes the quests will need knowledge from some random person that you talk mm -hmm. to. Sometimes you'll need to guide someone else to the to the quest person uh, from another town. Sometimes you'll need to like find someone in the wild. Sometimes you'll need to steal an item. And I love how it's like, Oh, this this guy has this guy's looking for weapons. This guy has a weapon on him. I can steal it, and it's like it's marked as a quest item, so you know that's the one. It's like, yes, figured it out. Um, and like there are some, there are the ones that like chain together. Like I found one, and the girl's like, I lost my egg. I just really missed my egg, and I, was, I couldn't find the egg forever. And I went to another town. I was like, oh, this fucking person has an egg. I'm gonna steal this egg. And I stole the egg, and I went back to the. Girl. I'm like, I found your egg. And she's <laughs> like, oh, thank you. I will see you soon. And I went to another town. She's like, you found my egg. It's for dragons. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> so it's just like really fun, like deduction. And, and part of that is like getting, getting to use your path abilities around town is way more fun than it should be. Way more fun. The only, the only quality of life change I would request is that when you go to a town, you have all eight characters in your party walking around so with you. So you can use, so you all, can of use them? all of them? Yes, I agree. Like, it'd yes, be annoying to go yes. have to go to the tavern, have to and trade it out, out, and you're like, all right, well, Cyrus, come here. Yeah. I need you to scrutinize some people right. real yeah. quick. And, and or you, steal you can, from you people. You can generally yeah. have, like, one of everyone's path action if you structure your party that way, but, like, I don't have Ophelia or Primrose, so I can't guide anyone without going to swap someone out. But, yeah, Man. it's... Have you noticed in the game, I noticed a really random, I was fighting this... It was like a turtle or a stegosaur or uh -huh. something, but it had it gave me like a thousand expense. Like so, it's not the turtle. What was that? Okay. What is that? So I can that? tell you exactly what. That okay, is. these are really exciting. Thank there's God. There's a thing called there's a thing called cates. Okay. C a i t. Okay. Uh, and they're basically cats, uh, and they have like a sack of gold. Um, okay. You have one turn. 
that's what that was. Yes. I came across one and I ran off and I was like, what? So you, you generally have one turn and maybe not even a full turn. So like the when I encounter them, I'll have one person that gets to move before that Kate. And if I don't kill the Kate before that, yeah. time, before he, before, before that guy's turn, he'll run away. And when you do kill him, you get a thousand experience and that will generally boost you up like uh, five or six yeah, levels. Yeah, because all of a sudden I, everybody was getting like three levels. I was like, is this a bug? Because yes. it felt, oh, it was that's, so that's awesome. actually, Oh, I need to go find some Kates. That's actually in there. There are like a 5% spawn chance in, in your, in your battles. I love anywhere. shit like that. Yeah. And so I actually ended up farming them. Um, to get from, like, I couldn't get into my chapter two stuff because it was like level 27 and I was level 14. So I was like, fuck, I guess I have to farm. And as I was farming, I ran into one of those and I was like, what the fuck was that? And I looked it up. It's okay. Yeah. All right. That and, makes and it was way like, more Yeah, they sense. spawn. They have a 5% chance to spawn. Really? It's I like only the... ran into one. So what I ended up doing was uh, I would just walk around in an area and flee every battle that wasn't mm. a Kate. And so it only took me about an hour to go up, like, Eight levels. Whoa. It's like yeah. the old metal slimes in Dragon Quest, yeah. where it's like they're probably going to run away, but if you kill them, uh, you get a bunch of There is an exploit with those. So Primrose, mm, has, an, Prim, Primrose <laughs> yeah. has an ability yeah. called uh, Bewildering Grace. And what Bewildering <laughs> Grace is, is it's a 25 skill point ability that will do like a random effect. Sometimes it can kill you. Sometimes the other, some, one of the things it can do is spawn a Kate, mm -hmm. uh, which is great, mm -hmm. but the, the the super rare thing is that you boost up her bewildering grace so it has multiple effects, yep. and there's like a it's like a one a bajillion chance where you get XP times a hundred <laughs> and spawn to Kate and you kill the Kate oh. and you end up getting like I, I saw people jump from level twenty to level fifty. I wouldn't do, I wouldn't do that because it ruins the game. So she spawns one herself. She spawns and then kills one. It? She spawns one. Gets XP multiplier times a hundred. Oh. And then it's like it you just get like twenty fucking levels. Right. It but breaks it's, the game. It's a total. It totally breaks yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah. But you can do that. Right. And it's really. It's. It's definitely. That feels very old school to yeah, me. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's like a nice little secret. Yeah. It's like one of those dev tricks they like put in. Right. It's in the like day, yeah. here's your optional game. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. It's mm -hmm. a, that's going to be like how people do the speed one speed run world records. Big they, time. They get her and like try right. to do it early on. If they miss, you know. Right. That's cool. That's going to be the awesome game does done quick version. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, do you have any interest in these types of games? I didn't, but now I do. <laughs> you really? Yeah, like, listen, you guys talk about, like, yeah, I it's, I dude, this game. it's super fun. It is a blast. It's it's maybe my favorite Switch game. The thing, the thing that intimidates me the most, based on what you've said, is the grindy aspect, because that's the thing that would always kill me about right. JRPGs back in the day. It's like, oh, I'm ready to proceed in the story, but I have to waste a couple hours right. leveling. Yeah, I will say, so the, the way that I've been approaching it is, um, like I said, I trade out my highest level characters when I can um, and I will for every dungeon like I'll get a new character you generally run through their dungeon I'll usually like run through it run back and then run through it again so it's sort of like three back and forth and that'll usually get them the the yeah. new guy up to about the right like within the level they'll get models, levels quick and, yeah, yeah and uh, you will find that when you pick up a new character so say like my primrose was level 18 and I pick up uh, I pick up the the thief uh, Therion at level one. He will gain a lot of levels really, really yeah. quick, whereas yeah. yep. her early levels took a lot longer right. to earn. So okay. they they come within range of each other really quickly. Like I have my 
my third and fourth character pickups are within like maybe two levels of her. Yeah, well, the thing I'm more concerned about is like what Gilby said when I think it was you finished chapter two and you or whatever, and you're like level 14, you need to be level 27. Yeah, right. But, and then, and then, but my characters are now all in range of their chapter two stuff. So, well, no, Primrose is, but I figure that's what I'll start with hers and then go around to theirs because it looks like just looking at mine right now, it goes like you should be level 22, you should be level 23, and then there's an outlier that's like 27. I'm like. You get to go last. That, that's so also, I, I feel like I'm going to work around like in a spiral almost. That's also part of the problem is with with how my my it it just so happens that all the characters I picked had the highest chapter level twenty or had the highest chapter two level requirements. Mm. So like well like Tressa and Primrose and Alfin were all low like low twenties. I was in the high twenties. So I did have to do a little more grinding if I didn't want to get those other characters leveled, and I didn't. The, but the 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 you boost can hate on them. Yeah, yeah, but the boost and the the break mechanics of combat make it more fun. Like every enemy has like uh, uh, generally three or four weaknesses. So like some might be weak to swords or fire magic or whatever. You do that, you break their you break their armor and it stuns them. And so once you figure those mechanics out, you can get a lot more efficient with your combat and and start. You know, the grind becomes easier, but it is a way to like freshen up the combat that those old games just mm. don't. And, and while yeah. you're grinding, you're getting job points and you're yeah. unlocking mm -hmm. new skills, and like you do make your dudes awesome. Other than just level, like right. other than just that right. level. Yeah, and uh, also if you, I wonder if you do the, the sort of the Kate approach, you're, do you get as many job points? Uh, no. Uh, so you yeah. you may end up really powerful but underskilled. True. So yeah. that's a that's a trade off as yeah. well. Um, but uh, one of the fun so things about going into about like a new area that you haven't been in is you, when you encounter new monsters, you have to figure out what their weaknesses are. They're just question marks until you hit a weakness. Mm. So it is kind of fun going through all your yes. different types. Yeah. There's uh, for weapons. There's uh, hold on. There's okay. There's bows. There's axes. There's swords. There's daggers and there's spears. And for magic, there's fire. There's ice. There's lightning. There's light and there's dark. Am I missing any? Uh, Staff. Oh, and wind. Yeah, and staffs and for weapon. Wind, yeah, train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust that. So yeah. weird. Uh, but you say light. Never you know, use like, that. So you sort of you spend time going through sort of your different your roster of abilities, trying to figure out what the weaknesses are. And I've got some where I've been through an area. There's still some question marks because I haven't yeah. equipped the whatever people yeah, have. Yeah, and, and like, there's such an enemy variety that like in the later areas, you're all what you're like. Literally every area running into new enemies you've never seen, so you don't know their their weaknesses, which is great because you have that experience every time you move on. Yeah, but once you learn a weakness for a type, it stays. It stays. Yeah. yeah, but it it also a neat feature. Uh, some are weak to staves, and I've never seen a game where the mage's staff <laughs> is like an important weapon. It's always like just something to boost their 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 elemental skills or their mana. Right. But but it's yeah. useful as a weapon. Can, I've never seen. It's also honest? really cute because the the <laughs> staff <laughs> users are not powerful. No, and so it's just like a yeah. It's like five damage. <laughs> can, exactly. can I be honest? And, and they're like, oh. even when they're weak to staff, I don't use. <laughs> I just won't. You can't get yourself them, to do it. Give them something to do. I, that's when I'll use their boost points. Now that I know to do that. That's right. And just try and break their armor really quickly and. Yeah. Be good. Yeah, that that game is really fun, and like I said, there's a demo that you can see if you like it, and and the demo progress carries over. And the demo progress the, absolutely yeah, up carries to over. Three hours. And it it is like if you have a Switch and you're at all into RPGs, you should yes. absolutely yep. try it out. It is a full price game, but like just judging by what I've the 35 hours I've played so far, I'm 
It's 100% worth it. it. It also just feels like a little bit of history, too. Like, if you want to see where these kind of games came from 20, 25 years ago, this is, like, before 3D gaming, mm -hmm. before all that, it, it's such a great, like, tribute, but it also, I think, pushes it forward. Yeah. I hope they make more of them. I, I'm glad to see it's doing well. I, I want more. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and the, the, the cutscenes are also, like, the cutscenes are also voice acted, which is a nice little, yeah. not something you really expect, but it adds to the, like, the importance of those cutscenes and those stories. It's, it's really fun. Let us the hunt begin. Yeah. God. I'm gonna pull up my, I'm gonna find my tweet for, for what, what she said. It's so ridiculous. She, her, some of hers really are just, they're bonkers lines. Yeah. They make no sense. She said, like, thou needest not defend in thyself. We are in comrades. And I think Aaron is actually supposed aren't? to be R. Oh, like, oh. we are comrades. We are I can put uh, my personal prejudices aside. <laughs> like, Jesus. Why? Wow. Jesus. So there's actually I... no Chinese localization for the game. So college students in China that are playing the game have started or referring to her as the Tim 8 Traveler, which means the college or the English major's college level exam, which is supposedly incredibly hard to pass and can only be taken once. <laughs> Because they just don't understand her at all. Yeah. Really funny. That makes two of us. On the right side, amazing. no one does. <laughs> yeah. No that's one amazing. does. Yeah. Don't feel bad, Chinese players. We don't. We don't <laughs> understand her either. Uh, all right. There's also been a lot of stuff happening uh, in video game news. So why don't we move on to that? Even though I know we'd all like to just oh. knock off early and go play Octopath. <laughs> Okay, so on that note, why don't we talk about Aliens Colonial Marines? Oh my god. <laughs> so there was a thing that came out, and I guess some modders have known about this for a while, but it just finally caught traction and has, has spread throughout the internet. Uh, Aliens Colonial Marines, this uh, was a game that came out and was infamously not great, not well received. Pretty Very, well panned. Yeah, everywhere. basically until isolation, it seemed like... Alien games were gonna be like not a thing you wanted to mm -hmm. make anymore because you didn't want to be associated with colonial marines. And uh, a modder recently found uh, a typo in the in one of the game's configuration files. It was in the INI file, which is, is like an, a user editable file. Like takes like anyone can access it. And uh, the what this typo was in was something called a tether, which uh, was supposed to bind enemies to certain points and would then guide their behavior. Right. And there was a typo in it that, so instead of being spelled tether, it was T-A-T-E-T-E-A-T-H-E-R. Yeah, and so that, that A meant yeah. that the enemies weren't, were not attaching to any tether, yeah. which accounted for the, why the enemy behavior was so freaking off. And changing that one thing, just taking the A out, made the game play super different. Doesn't make it, a, a great game still. Yeah, that's, I want to be clear. It doesn't <laughs> it fix doesn't, the game and magically make it like 10. game of the year, but it did dramatically change how the AI in the game behaves, and no one on the dev team <laughs> fixed this. So, uh, the, the interesting, the thing I saw on Reddit that people were giving as a hypothetical situation was that when the bug was reported, the dev team would have their own because it was in the INI file. Like the dev team would have their own INI file locally and not. And maybe not have that problem, so they would go look at the problem, and be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Pass it on, like. And it was just—it was one of those things that seems like it maybe just got overlooked, and maybe like because it wasn't like, it wasn't like enemies were still running at you. Like maybe it wasn't so overtly obvious that that was a problem that it never got fixed. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, but man, what a weird and, like, and what a weird way to find out. Like, I'm, yeah, like what a, what a win for the modder community yeah. to say yeah. like modders can do and do often positive work on games. Like to discover a bug like this and and address it. I'm really curious how often this happens that we don't know about. Right. Like, where where else has this been a problem? Like, I want to see all the stuff that props. I want to see people go into files and like look for like run spell check and see like where other problems have, like where other spelling errors. I wouldn't run up. spell check in anyone's code. That is not going to get you anywhere. <laughs> I love that somebody was just digging through the aliens colonial marines I and I. Yeah. For some files. reason, six years just later. For, yeah, it's like, yeah. Why not? But it had like a dramatic improvement. Like enemies were I, like flanking the player and like doing all this crazy shit like because was, of one letter. Well, also something. there were. All these tethers that had been placed in the game yeah. that had been put in that were saying, hey, behave this way, and none of it got pulled. Yeah, so all the enemies are literally just run beeline at the at the player. And that's, <laughs> yeah, really dumb, yeah. but also kind of awesome. Yeah. And I, I do really want to see, like, what other major problems get fixed. Right. Yeah, so uh, I'd be curious to know if anyone has, like, any other, right. like, urban legends about... Like, where a typo like this can change a game dramatically. Yeah. Again, this didn't make this a great game by any means. But, but, but a definite it improvement. that problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes me kind of remember. It's not, not quite the same thing, but it makes me think about, like, civilization, about how there was a bug in it. Right. And uh, it reset Gandhi's level to maximum because his number rolled over. Because he went down below zero and it rolled back over to max. Right. right. So it's, it's, it's kind of like a similar thing where it's like an unintended side effect of... Uh, just a, right. a file gone slightly awry. Although I do awesome. like that that them just became traditional. Right, and then now it's just like, you it's, know, it's, it's, it's no. Aggressive killer Gandhi, of course. <laughs> Why not? There's also been uh, some developments with uh, the Culling 2. Yes. So yep. uh, last week, was it, it was it last week or was it earlier this week? Um, anyway, uh, last week, few, yeah. last week yeah. uh, the developers of the Culling surprise released a sequel, the Culling 2, and... <laughs> Within like a day, it dropped down to like two concurrent, like two players yep. concurrently, and then uh, you know we're seeing at some points concurrently it was like one or zero, and yep. that's not really a, a player base that can support that kind of game. So the developers have now said they're unreleasing the game. They're they're pulling it from shelves. They're offering refunds. They are taking it back. They're going back to the calling back to the day one build yeah, of that so, game so, and starting over. Yeah, so basically the Culling 1 like started as a kind of like a janky PUBG. Like it was it was out before PUBG, mm -hmm. but it was like a very janky battle royale, but people liked it. Like it was people it had a good when play. It had, had, melee, had, had a good, it was kind of weird, had a, good, had a crazy announcer. Yeah, had a good player base, like people enjoyed their time with it. And then as as time went on, it kind of evolved into a game people did not like. So they it's so bizarre that they're going back to they're just taking their their new game I don't know if they're scrapping it, but they're just like, yeah, we're just going to go back to the original calling. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, he said they're going back to the day one build. Yeah, he, he, he kind of alluded to they had made these changes that the that the the users didn't like, and that the the dev, the dev team had kind of uh, kind of separated from what the fans wanted and wanted to kind of do their own thing. This is a wild turnaround for a game. I also feel like I don't I don't know if I feel I kind of feel a little bad for the people that worked on the second game because. I don't think a game has failed that spectacularly. Like, it wasn't a big buildup for sure, but like, to be pulled that quickly, like, it's been a week, dude. And not, it's gone. Not even, maybe. <laughs> like, yeah, and they're, they were funding all copies yeah. and pulling it. Like, what are they doing? What, do you think that maybe they'll reuse it or think, reuse, reuse portions of it and, and take the culling in a different, slightly different direction? I think they'll probably 
Yeah. I can't imagine just like taking all that work and right. ditching Flushing. it. Yeah, yeah. but it, it's a good it's a good example of like if you're making a battle royale game that needs a hundred players per game, you need a good population. You need at least a hundred players. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like consistent at any given yeah. time. Which is scary. Right? Yeah, so that's rough for the developers, but uh, to their credit, I feel like they handled it the best they could have given the situation. Uh, obviously, there are things they could have done before, like continue to support the calling instead or, of working on a sequel. Because I yeah. think they, they, because they released early access, and then two months after they released it, two-ish months after they released it out of early access, that's when they stopped doing updates on it, and they went to work uh, quietly on the sequel. They also, could have maybe done some marketing. <laughs> that, might, yeah. that might also help. Yeah. They did. It. They did I mean, do a, 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 a <clears throat> teaser like a couple weeks before it released. Mm. They said the calling two. And then they just surprise, like mic drop. Hey, it's here. Yeah. And I think they were hoping for that to be a really cool event thing because mm-hmm. you know we all went mental when Fallout Shelter was announced and we destroyed the app stores trying to download that kind of thing. But I, and so I think they may have been hoping yeah. for that kind of event. Yeah, they didn't have. It didn't I, happen. I guess it's too late to find out, but I would like to know if the Calling Two was actually like a a terrible game or if it just like it's too late was to find a marketing out. flop or. You know what? What was wrong with it? But ugh. I think it seemed like the player base did not want them to move on. I mean, the first one only came out of early access in October of last year, so it wasn't that long. Mm-hmm. And then by December, they had quit development on it, gone to this other game. So yeah, I think you you had you had pissed off the players. They they liked the first, or at least it had a following but but yeah it didn't they didn't have enough following to carry over to the second one that was not that quickly no this what is this five nights at freddy's yeah no interesting <laughs> oh wait what happened to those games <laughs> i haven't seen one in a while well he's probably done he's yeah. made a lot of yeah. money he's made a lot of money uh, but speaking of troubled games that have actually made some progress no Man's Sky, they have the next update. It's actually called the it's No Man's Sky Next, and that's coming out next week. And the game is also hitting Xbox One. They're finally adding multiplayer, proper multiplayer. Yep. They, in the previous update, uh, I think it was Atlas Rises, where they had the this sort of multiplayer where you can see other people as like glowing orbs, but now there's going to be actual multiplayer, third-person view. They're adding in a whole bunch of stuff. It looks like a pretty significant graphics overhaul. I listen. We spent so many podcasts and so much of our energy complaining about <laughs> what this game should have been and how it didn't fulfill well, not, promises. Well, not just should have been, but what we were told it was going to. Totally. Be. Right. That's why it said right. should have. But I am. I'm so willing and so ready to give this game well, another shot. I feel like we, as a as a group, should. Get this on either PC or PS4. Have and, it on PC and, yeah. and PS4 and play it Shut together. Up. Yeah, what I told Ashley was it's a it's a nice surprise because this is a game I already own. I don't have to spend money. Yeah, it's like, it's yeah. like getting a new I game. It, I have it on PS4. Yeah, I feel like I kind of want to see it on PC, but I have it on PC, PS4. But I, I yeah, I, I put I honestly put like probably 40 hours into the original game and just got bored. But I would like to play this with friends and and see what it's like running around as a group. Doing the things we thought we were going to do. Accomplishing objectives, potentially. You know, let's, I don't want to make it too grandiose of an expectation. Now, when's the last time you played? Launch. Okay. I played I played the first week. I was super Me into too. it. Yep. And then I, I saw how how basically, like, bare bones the game was. And I saw I saw how shallow it was, actually. And, it, you know, 
I gave it another 20 hours after that, and I was like, there's nothing here. This is the first game I've ever owned where it, it, it like you said, has become a different game. Mm-hmm. Because most of the time it's like you buy a bad game, oh, this sucks, I'm out 60 bucks. But they worked for two fucking years to yeah. improve it. I've never seen a case of, at least on this scale, of a developer that is stuck with it, has not cut their losses and move on. Yeah. Hello Games deserves all kinds of credit for implement for sticking to it, implementing all the features they it, they said I, I they think, would. I, I think we, I think that they do deserve a lot of we credit. Talk about it. They do deserve a lot of credit, but at the same time, like they did promise a lot of this stuff Absolutely. previously. Yes, and it, they made, I, I they made a mistake. It, I think it is like I do I do still think it is admirable yeah. that they were able. And it, despite me wanting them to communicate, I'm kind of glad they just put their head down and played. Yes. Well, let's see. And we're also speculating that yeah. this. It's going to be the best game ever, guys. (laughs) We we should have learned our lesson when it comes to No Man's Sky before. Mind you, the reason that I feel uh, more optimistic than I would otherwise is because with the last three updates they've put out, they have... They've done this similar thing where they didn't really communicate the details until right before the updates came out, Mm -hmm. and they very specifically only talked about things that are in the update and were much more faithful. Mm-hmm. So, so the truth. fact that they are talking about it this way, I'm like, all right, we got this, tick, we've got this, tick, we've got this, tick. It is entirely possible so that I'm still, that I'm overestimating, yeah. but based on all the other things they added, being able to do those things with friends. Yeah, but it sounds like No Man's Sky is finally coming out of early access. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it only took two additional years. It, on it's top not of, just one update. This has been like the third or fourth, the fourth major yeah. update. Yeah. yeah, so they they fucked up, but I feel like they admitted it. They said they were going to make it right. They they are making it right. At least that's what it looks like. They That's, that's impressive. I feel like they deserve credit. Mm-hmm. Have you guys compared this new trailer to the original trailer? No. Because apparently it's a shot-for-shot uh, oh like, wow! To the original trailer, just but, showing all the new. So now it's like did, you're actually going to do this shit, right? Here it's it an is. interesting way to approach it. Yeah. Here's our new trailer with all the things that we. Here's our new trailer. It's the, the old trailer. That's, an, that's an interesting thing because that's that's the thing. One of the the major uh, pieces of ammunition everyone used against the game was. Yes. Here's all the shit they promised. Yep. It's not in the game. It's not in the game. It's not in the game. And now they're like, it's in the game. It's in the game. It's in the game. Good. It's good for them. It's good yeah, for them. Yeah, yeah. I hope it's good. And yeah, I, I am totally going to give it a I, I already paid for, like I said, I already paid for this game. So even if they let me down. nothing to lose. I already, yeah. that, that's two years ago money. Right. right. Now it's all it's gone. upside. Right. Right. Uh, the it's like, it's like a Kickstarter or early access that you didn't know you were participating in. <laughs> I think yeah. the uh, difference for those of us who fell off pretty quickly after launch will, like, that'll be much more significant for us than for the people who have continued to play the, the No Man's updates. Sky subreddit. Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're essentially going to be getting right. four updates yeah. of right. changes all at once. Yeah. And the updates, they added a lot. The yeah. first one added, uh, it was base, base building. building. Uh, then they added exploration, pl- like planetary vehicles. They added new new races, new currencies, ship specializations, weapon specializations, levels, yeah. new types of resources, mm-hmm. uh, resources that will only spawn in specific biomes, uh, re- resources that require specific types of upgrades in your multi-tool to harvest them or to handle them, lots of different things. They've done a lot of improvements to planet generation, apparently. You, this is a pretty cool side-by-side, I gotta be honest. 
Yeah, it's interesting that they're all doing third. It's all a third person. I, I, obviously, that's going to be a toggle option. Third person seems option. like uh, the way I might want to play. Mm-hmm. I like seeing my person. Yeah, I'm I, so I, excited I like, to have I like a body. First person, especially cockpits, but we'll see. Yeah. So uh, uh, they what Ring else have they added? <laughs> yeah, Ring Planets. So exciting. <laughs> yeah, that was such a deal. What a um, weird. What a weird like omission from the main from the game. Like just from the there like why why are rings so difficult? I don't know. Science. Yeah. For science reasons, but uh, overall it looks like. And again, I I don't know that we're gonna play through some crazy story. One of the updates did add like uh, like 30 hours worth of of a story content Mm -hmm. that you go through. Uh, so there is definitely some, <laughs> but uh, I'm now looking at this more as a fun multiplayer sandbox, like build a base, you yeah. can get portals so you yeah. can teleport, like you can go off somewhere and then get you won't back lose to your, your planet. home right. planet. Right. Yeah. So you can you can settle down somewhere, right. but go off and do crazy totally. things. And, and you know, whereas before it was very much you move from planet to planet, right. you never stay. Right. Finding your way back would be you're a like pain a, in the ass You're like a goldfish, anyway. no memory. Yeah, <laughs> and now it seems like there's reason to set up a base and build something. Yeah, it's yeah. like what they did uh, Final Fantasy XIV, that MMO that was like so horrible. Mm. And then they're oh, like, well, you know what? Born, dude. Yeah. And then you they pulled it down. And did you ever back. play the original Final Fantasy XIV? Uh, no, I haven't. It, it was, was a awful. fucking dumpster fire. Yeah. That game was the worst. <laughs> and then I played a lot of A Realm Reborn, so maybe this will be yeah. like that. Good. I, I think we talked about this the other day, and I called it Yes Man Sky. <laughs> I get. Uh, all right, what else are we going to talk about today? Um, yes, one other thing. There's a, 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 a thing that's been going around. And this is more of like a YouTube thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but getting that YouTube drama. YouTube's dramas. But there has been uh, another case of prominent YouTubers promoting things and not disclosing that they are doing paid promotions. Big which no-no. It's... Yeah, it's not only a big no-no with the FTC, although the FTC is not exactly great at enforcing those kinds of things, but one of those things that just makes everyone look bad. Yeah, like, it makes it gives people like the the overall viewing community more reason to distrust the people mm-hmm. that they're watching. Right. Yeah. So, so what 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 exactly happened? Right. So it's about a Brian game. Brian knows all about this. Yeah. One. This uh, I watched a lot of videos about this yesterday. <laughs> this is about a game called Marvel Strike Force. Uh, it's mobile. Uh, it is free to play. It's an RPG. You can use uh, all of the Marvel heroes. Uh, there's a currency in the game called energy that you can use to buy new heroes. It's a great currency. Yeah, exactly. So surprising. For Power up game. your characters, all this. So uh, the game recently was updated. They raised the level cap, I believe, from 60 to 65. And then all of a sudden, they noticed that this YouTuber, whose name is Nightly Gaming. Don't say they, you mean like the, the, the community. community. Yes. Uh, they noticed that this guy had like an insane amount of energy built up and they're like, how did you get all this? And he had like a super powered team and he was just tearing people up, like apparently shooting to the top of the leaderboards 
and people are like, what happened? Like, how did this, because it was way faster than anyone could have gotten this, mm -hmm. I think, like, just through playing. Uh, and so finally he came back, he put out a video, and he said, oh, actually, I'm getting paid by the developer, Fox Next, to create content for the game, and part of uh, this deal we have is I got a lot of resources mm -hmm. to build up my characters so I could show y'all in-game content. Mm -hmm. um, this made people furious because they didn't feel like he disclosed, he hadn't disclosed that. Because he's think, been making videos for a while. Yes. And did, did, did he ever use, at least like the, this video includes paid promotion? No, I, I don't believe so. So now uh, he, he sort of did a, uh, he did two versions of a video. One, he said he was an employee of Fox Next. Then I think he got a phone call from some people and he came <laughs> back and said, no, I'm not an employee of Marvel or Fox Next. We just, I'm just getting money from them to uh, make this content. Now they're, they're hiding him from the leaderboard, so he's not going to be sort of part of the official competition uh, in the game, but I think it's um, I think it's upset a lot of that game's community because it wasn't disclosed, and and um, this guy has apparently um, may have done this in another game, Summoner Wars. Uh, I don't know if he was paid in that one, but uh, uh, people are upset because uh, yeah, it, it's just something that I feel like in 2018 that most YouTubers seem to know they need to disclose right up top. He didn't do that. It's, it's, also, it's also weird because normally when uh, like deals like that come through, the publisher, whoever is you know providing the money, also says, mm -hmm. make sure you include this verbiage. Right. Make sure you you disclose this. Mm -hmm. Here's here's the way to do that. Right. Um, this maybe, is, I, I, maybe they didn't supply it to him. Maybe he didn't see it. I don't know. You know. And, and it's, it's Marvel. It's not directly through Marvel, but it's a Marvel IP. Like, mm -hmm. it's, right. like, it's not like a small deal. Like it's a really bad look for Marvel. Right. Yeah. And and and. He, he kept stressing, I'm just a content creator, I'm not a competitive player, I'm just going to show in-game content, and I don't know what the in-game content in that game is like, yeah. but I can see, I play another, a similar type game, Hearthstone, where <laughs> um, in-game content is still the game. It's yeah. not like you get special new cards or anything. In-game is just people playing at a high level, so uh, I think it's, it's turned some people off. I think it's still... Um, you know, it's still reverberating in that community. We've seen this before. There was the whole Warner Brothers uh, uh, Shadow of Mordor back in 2015, I think, yeah. where PewDiePie and some, some other people Well, got PewDiePie paid. was one of the few that actually had a disclaimer in the description. Kind of barely, there were, but yes, he did have it. Uh, yeah, but he was one of the only ones who did. There yes. were mm -hmm. like a ton of them right. who didn't mention it at all. Right. I seem to recall there was something, there was a deal, this was several years ago, so I'm a little fuzzy on the details, but there was something with uh, where the the MCN Machinima mm -hmm. ha oh, had, yeah. had an offer out to their uh, partnered creators to do some promotions for Xbox, mm -hmm. but in, the, in the, the contract or the offer, specifically they said, don't disclose that this is a paid thing. Oh, and that's not that's yeah. yeah then, then you're intentionally misleading. Yeah. Right, mind you, this is it's. It would be nice if the. If, we all know you're supposed to disclose. Yes. And uh, a lot of the publishers, like you said, they're pretty good about saying, "Hey, if we're giving you this, you need to disclose." Uh, we recent only just recently uh, got a few PlayStation games before they came out. God of War was one of them and we were we were gonna do a you know roundtable discussion uh, on impressions of that. And 
PlayStation was like, you have to you have to have it in the description. You have to say it at the top of the video. You have to have it like in text. And, like they had their requirements were were very. They were like, you need to make sure everyone knows right. that you got this copy from us. So they're yeah, even, pretty good about it. Even attending some E3 appointments, mm -hmm. I had to I had to read through those kinds of disclosures and then sign a piece of paper saying I acknowledge that I've received these disclosures. Then that's just to even get into an appointment to see uh, a game. Yeah, pretty crazy. But the FTC, even though we have these requirements, has been not great at enforcing them. The last time this blew up, and I, I think that this last time was probably uh, maybe caught more fire than this one is going to. I don't know if this is going to really spread anywhere, if it's going to stay within the Marvel Strike Force community, but it was the CSGO Lotto. Oh, right. Thing, oh yeah. Where oh, right. it turns right. out that right. the... Uh, the CSGO Lotto people like owned the site yeah, and hadn't mentioned that to anyone. Shady. And that they were yeah. in some cases actually rigging the game in their favor to make it yeah. look better so people would be more likely to participate in it themselves. Are those guys still making content and doing okay? Because they should be... They are making trouble. content and doing great. I think one of them did some sponsored Call of Duty stuff recently. Oh, man, those guys fucking suck. <laughs> and this, is, th this has happened over the years. They've been cracking down on a lot of different platforms. But like, like, like cracking down, and they get slaps on the wrist. Well, yeah, true. Uh, ben, do you want to look up what the CSGO Lotto penalties ended up being? I think they ended up being like a minor fine and like... Shame Don't do that on you, again. and that was yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah, but they've they've at least tried to uh, require disclosure. You you see a lot more celebrities now. Like this is an ad. This mm -hmm. is an ad. If I'm talking because if Kim Kardashian posts something on Instagram, that's going to be huge business for them, and she's probably getting paid. Wasn't there some Call of Duty influencer recently who, for his tweet for his copy that promoted the game, he just put what the verbiage was that they put in their, his contract. <laughs> it was like, it was something like, his tweet was something like, you can write whatever you want as long as it's in your, in your own voice and you disclose hashtag ad. And then he just tweeted that <laughs> along with a photo of himself at the Call of Duty thing. Nice, I didn't see that. It's like totally just like copy paste, like if that's what you want, that's exactly what you're gonna get. You know, but that's like the, the better, the more transparency, the better. I mean, yeah. even like, yeah. what's up Ben? So everything I'm seeing here is they actually didn't get any fines from the FTC. Uh, it says, after an investigation, the FTC has decided not to impose any fines on Martin Cassell, which was uh, Trevor Martin and Thomas Cassell. Uh, but any future breaches of the agreement will lead to a $40,000 fine for every infraction. That's so, crazy. Don't do it again. Yeah. Don't do it again. This is the, the Call of Duty influencer I was talking about. Oh, nice. <laughs> he, wrote, he tweeted, all he needs to tag is hashtag Black Ops 4 and hashtag Call of Duty partner, and the rest can be in his words. And it's a photo of him with the, with the, nice. the Blops 4 logo. Yeah, so, because, but this kind of thing just, it continues to, it makes people question yeah. whether what they're watching is a secret under the table promotion or if it's actually genuine thought. So the other day when we, we did a standalone roundtable about the No Man's Sky thing, mm -hmm. I saw a bunch of people say, is this an ad? Mm. I mean, it's, you know, in spite of the fact that we spent, what, the first five minutes going over all the things that they promised were yeah. going to be in that weren't, which, not exactly an ad, but people were like, this is vaguely positive. Are you getting paid to say this? Mm. Because they just, they, you know, the, they're, they're skeptic. The skip, and yeah. for when things like this yeah. happen, it's for good reason. Well, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't even get that game for free. I fucking bought it on PC yeah. and PS4. Well, yeah, dude, I, that's, that's a weird 
getting accused of making a sponsored video when it's not a sponsored video is the weirdest thing. <laughs> like uh, for Master and Apprentice, every everything we make is based off an IP. So like a lot of those videos, people are like, "Why would you even make this if it's not sponsored? You're not disclosing it." It's like it's not sponsored. I wish it was. Like, right. If Please you pay for this episode, yeah. great. <laughs> but like, no, it wasn't. Mm -hmm. So so bizarre. Yeah, but it's one of the reasons that, uh, and the, the policies vary around different departments at Rooster Teeth, but it's one of the reasons that the no does no pay for play. So we, it, you know, we, we have a lot of sponsorships before the news roundups sometimes. Right. You know, and they'll, be, but, they'll yeah. be things like, uh, like Sherry's Berries or Dollar Shave Club thing. or Felix Grey. We never, we never take any financial incentive from a video game to promote it. That being at all. said, sometimes we do get copies of games, but I think we, we do, always and we disclose, do disclose that, that we receive the game. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, and that that varies like around Rooster Teeth, uh, Achievement Hunter. They have a deal where they do videos in Ubisoft games, and they're on Ubisoft's actual YouTube channel. And we've had some sponsored episodes of Immersion. And so they're they're you know for for different shows around the company there are sort of different uh, approaches to that. But, but we one tr of the always reasons, try to disclose. Yeah, but one and of not, the not, we we always disclose, not always try. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll try every yeah. single time. Uh, I, I I get why people are, are are skeptical though because like why do you think the radio always plays the same you know ten songs uh, or yeah. what? Like maybe it's not immediate payola, but like there is a deal worked why, out. That, why that, is that Spotify was, only showing Drake? Right. I mean, that was the origin of the term payola. Right. Was yeah, like absolutely. the collusion between the rec recording industry and the radio station. Right. And maybe they're not giving them cash anymore, but I mean, they're not. The DJs aren't just picking songs out of a you know a, an iPod. So I get it. Like there's a lot of uh, uh, there's a fear that there's a lot of money exchanging hands where there might not be. And we we did a video uh, a couple months ago about. Uh, uh, Amazon Twitch Prime games, and but it was just Twitch Prime. We ran it down. We just thought, oh, this might be interesting for people to see what kind of free games. People were like, how much do they pay you to do that? <laughs> you should like, have disclosed hashtag ad, dude. Yeah, yeah, none. But now we do all of them. All of them in the set we do. But uh, even PS so, we still get accused of taking yeah. money for it. Which, I mean, if we got money for all the things that we got accused of taking money for, we'd be rolling it. <laughs> we retire. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, it Seriously. is... I think the skepticism is important, but things like like having some level of skepticism about what you're watching and what uh, you know the the motives behind it are that's always a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. But things you know when you get these sort of misuses of people's trust, like this ab the abuse of the right. system, right? Those hurt. Everybody. And that's what fuels the, yeah. the further skepticism. And, and, yeah. and it does seem like in 2018, this has been um, figured out. It's not like this is five years ago or, you know, even even 2015 or whatever. I think I, it seems like the rules are a little more established at this point. Absolutely. That you should, this is. This and you've is seen, and, and people have had plenty of opportunity to see examples Absolutely. of this being done the right yes. way. Yeah, so yes. you know how to, how to, how to do that. Right. Yeah. If it's you're a, yeah, if you're a YouTuber, you know who fucking PewDiePie is. Yeah. And you know what happened in the, you know, that, that was a pretty high profile case. Yes. So, uh, that's the thing that happened. We'll see if it gains any traction. Um, or if it ends up going anywhere, uh, it's still a thing that I'm, I'm disappointed to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just so you're aware, if you play Marvel Strike Force, this is uh, this is a thing, and it's uh, some content to be aware of and to be a little bit skeptical about. Yep. yep. 
All right, so that about does it for this episode of Glitch Please. We will have New Game Plus, our first exclusive post show, uh, on the website. So if you're a Rooster Teeth first member, you can catch that there. If you're not, uh, you can get a seven-day free trial, so you can check it out, see if you want to remain a first member. That's a lot of fun. And, and several months ago, we uh, had we talked about doing a PC build on this show, and it's been a little bit of trouble to figure out because. PC builds are not exactly audio friendly and this podcast does go out on uh, audio podcast services so we've been trying to figure out how to handle it and what we figured out is we're just we're going to do a special supplementary video only episode we are going to build a full PC and um, I'm pretty stoked about it. Uh, we have received some really awesome hardware from uh, MSI and Corsair, they're fans of the show, and they offered to send in hardware for us to use to do a PC build. Mm -hmm. So um, we're gonna be going through that, and that's gonna be, I think, a lot of fun. That will be uh, a special supplementary episode that's video only, not going to audio. So uh, if you wanna check that out, it'll be on the site and it'll be on YouTube, uh, and that'll be this weekend. And Great. whoever builds it gets to take it home. No! Um, oh. yes. Because no, we're all no, building uh, it. We should, we should do it blindfold and whoever can do the best job without <laughs> seeing it. I, pro I probably built the most computers here. Probably. I, I would, would agree with but that. I, I, st I stopped building computers actually about like a year and a half ago when I became a systems administrator, but I could still do it. <laughs> I, I think you're, you're probably the most, by, by far the most experienced here at building a PC. Well, but I've, had, I've been doing it longer. That's, that's true. definitely true. But I've definitely built You've definitely hundreds built more, though. Of, yeah. yeah, I think. Holy crap. Well, when, when the company scales up, man, you gotta build oh, lots yeah. of PCs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this one, when I, I looked at the hardware they'd sent, it's amazing. Like, everything lights up. Ooh, like pretty. the fans light yeah. up. I think the, I think the sticks of RAM yeah, yeah. light up. Yeah. It's gonna can, be ridiculous. We'll figure out how to turn that off. <laughs> <laughs> you say that. I, I like. I like. I'm I actually like the way the, the light up. The light up RAM looks. I'm not. I'm not crazy about 18 fans that like all go rainbow, yeah. but those would be fun to install and pull out the stock fans. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> so we'll it. we'll have a lot of fun with it. Um, and it's just so that if you've never built a PC before, you'll see it's really. It know. seems intimidating, but you, you, you find out where it fits. what the parts are. You you plug them in, and it's really not. It's not that scary. So. We'll take you through a PC build in case you want to build your own gaming PC. I want to watch and, this. And you guys can all handle the cable management because I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so make sure you check that out. Uh, remember New Game Plus for first members, and we'll have another regular episode of Glitch Please next week. Bye. Bye.